hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we're going to have some more fun today. As usual, we have uh, my good friend Eduardo Herrera, who is uh, the general manager or how do you say manager general or I don't know, of the, uh, the five-star resort in La Paz, which is known as the Costa Baja. And we're going to talk a little bit about that and what's been happening down there. And then with all of this uh, excitement going on with all this warm water that's being generated south of Cabo and going up into San Diego, um, been very interesting stuff happening. Matter of fact, Eduardo, I'm not sure if we should go down there and fish. I think the fishing might be better in Southern California. But, Hello, uh, John. Nice yes. to hear you. How are yes, you? fantastic. Uh, and then we're going to talk to uh, Clay Norris from Berkeley Line and get some more information about some of their new products. But uh, uh, we've got, uh, and first of all, Eduardo, I appreciate you coming on today and calling in. No, it's a pleasure to have me with you and your, your audience. Mm-hmm. And just in case uh, that you have never listened to us before or you don't pay attention, the Costa Baja is a five-star resort and a complex. You've got, well, you've got obviously the hotel, um, and then just in the just in the hotel you've got, what, two or three restaurants? No, we have in the hotel two restaurants, one pool bar, and, and, and room service, all five-star services right. in, in, exactly. in one place. Well, we're going to be coming down and see you real quickly, and I, would, I, um, I wanted to ask you about if we could do a little uh, um, little reception party at the pool bar when we're down there. So we got to, well, I'll talk to you uh, a little bit later about that because that's so beautiful. And b- by the way, that pool bar is, you've got, uh, it's right on the ocean, and then it's got these uh, kind of like wading pools and a swimming pool and all the things that are laying out there. If anybody wants to go down there for a wedding, that would be a perfect place to do it. It's big and it's beautiful. But anyway, uh, Eduardo, we're going to get with you as soon as we take a couple of minutes for a break. And you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We're going to be back with you in just a couple of minutes, so don't go very far. And let's see what we can find out about Costa Baja and the beautiful City of Peace, La Paz, Baja California, sir. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Back at Mundo's Del Mar, Boat and Travel Club has 42 years' experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Well, some like to rock, some like to roll, but me and the boys gonna shake, rattle and troll. Shake, rattle and troll. Shake, rattle and troll. Hey, that sounds like a good idea. Let's uh, let's go down to Mexico. What do you think, Ken? We're going to do some shaking, rattling, and trolling for sure. We're trolling for sure. What are we going to catch down there, Eduardo? <laughs> So I think that the, this is the best time to catch uh, the blue marlin and black marlin. This is the season for us. Yes. Maybe it's some of the attraction for, for the area. Right. Well, they are, well, yeah, tell you the truth, I, you know, Ken, I'll let you bring it in. I mean, I've, I've cut, I enjoy catching marlin, but I'd, I'd much rather uh, hook someone else up that's never caught one and let them spend two or three hours um, sweating in the sun trying to fight that huge fish. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, apparently there's some, uh, from what I understand, Eduardo, there's, there's a current, the water is warm. Um, well, you, some people might call it hot, but, uh, you know, we call it warm. It's up around 90 degrees Fahrenheit. And there's uh, uh, kind of a, a current coming up from the south. And from what I understand, there's a lot of tuna coming up with it. So hopefully by the time we get down there, they'll arrive in La Paz. But, so uh, we are doing all, all the efforts that you don't have any rain when you are coming, amigo. Well, I don't know. If it's going to be as warm as I think it is, I might like some rain. <laughs> but, but, I mean, how can it be 100 degrees and raining, right? It can right. be. It can be. <laughs> but, no, this is a warm time of the year. But, first of all, um, you're, you've got a, a couple of beautiful pools. And I, we were talking uh, earlier, we were going to talk about the, uh, um, the uh, what, do, what do you call the, the, uh, the, the bar next to the ocean with the, the pools? Beach club. Beach club. That's right. That's the right. Beach club. Yeah, mm -hmm. we have a couple, a couple of a big, a big uh, infinity pool and a, and a and a hot tub at the end for uh -huh. the, 
Well, you know, and that, that is uh, what's really cool is I think you look at the pictures. They have uh, like a chaise lounge, but it's not a chaise lounge. It's like a lounge chair that's sitting in the water. Um, yeah. in, in the That's pool, correct. and the, the water is perfectly turquoise blue and clear and warm. <clears throat> and then, uh, um, you know, I, they had some fans. That made, it's outside, so it's not air-conditioned. Um, but uh, uh, thank God, uh, God blessed us with cold beer and margaritas, so uh, that shouldn't be a problem. But that, that's a, by the way, I think that'd be a great place if you um, wanted to go down, you know, with it for a group, like for a wedding. And the other thing that I would like to mention about La Paz, and in particular, the Costa Baja Resort, is that the it is a five-star resort. And in Baja, you know, the, a five-star resort is, is probably less expensive in Baja than it is any place in the world. But the, the Marina Costa Baja is probably the best deal anywhere around. And you can get rooms starting at how much? No, I don't have the president. But, you know, it's one of the best uh, marinas around the world. It qualifies like a safety marina mm-hmm. for, for hurricane reasons. Like right. That. But, uh, you know, at a five-star resort, you know, normally uh, in California, you'd be paying, you know, four or $500 a night. Hawaii, five, $600 a night. Europe, even more. But if someone wants to go down there and, and book a room, what, 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 if, you, if you give them a special Fish Talk radio deal, what can they book a room for? So you can, you can have a, a beautiful uh, ocean view uh, deluxe room with $220. Oh, but we have an, a lot of offers. If you are booking 90 days before that your arrival, you will get a 35% discount that you prefer. Whoa. So it's a, Whoa, a nice 35%. deal for you. Man, you pinned that for a Motel 6 up here. That's less than 200 bucks. But it's this, exactly, but it's, it's something that you can, you can achieve, and it's an amazing experience that you can have here. Oh, yeah. Are there still any whale sharks around? Yeah, a couple of them. So well, we have right now 12 whale sharks around in front of us. So oh, beautiful. Nice, nice to be and they're, in the paddleboard, or maybe you are doing snorkeling, and you can uh-huh. find it. You said they're up at El Bajo? Yeah, and just in front of the Mabote, in the Mabote area. Right, right. And well, just some, in the paddleboard is just 15 minutes from the beach or the, uh, the beach hotel. Yeah. Well, and, well, and sometimes I've I've seen them down there, almost right in front of the resort. And yeah. a whale shark. First of all, it says shark, but and, and they're about the size of a small school bus, but they are the gentle giants of the ocean. Um, they don't even have teeth. And if you know you're, you're, they don't like you going up there and, and touching them because you know they're they're wild animals and they don't want them to be uh, uh, harassed. But if you want to go up there and swim with them, uh, and that's that's one of the uh, prime tourist attractions down there, along with exactly. course the fishing. It's, 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 it's a big fish, and you don't have any 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 dangerous with them. You just have the snorkeling and, and diving with them. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing experience too. Oh yeah, and yeah, they, they, they they have they have more than eight months and a year with us. Wow, we can't wait till you see one of those. They're they get yeah. to be oh, about forty feet long, and they just kind of float along near the top of the water. Just you know, they're filter feeders, so mm-hmm. you know they're they, you don't have to worry about them 
grabbing you because even if they wanted to, they got, all they could do is gum you. <laughs> <That's>, exactly. <laughs> but, but, uh, that is correct. Yeah. And we have a special price, and even if you can go, you, have, you can combine two different tours to the island and, and snorkeling with the sea lions and then oh. go back and see the whale shark, too. This is the other option. Wow. Oh, yeah. By the way, for those that don't know, just north of La Paz, uh, there's, well, actually, I guess most all of the islands down there now are national preserves. Um, and they, uh, Mexico does a great job of pre- preserving the, their their natural uh, heritage. And, you know, there, there's areas with thousands of miles of pristine beaches where there's no um, no development. But the Espiritu Santo Island and Espiritu Santo uh, Isla Partida, right north of La Paz, is uh, 15, 20 minutes or so. Was it seven 25 miles? 25 kilometers from us, yeah. Is how many? 25 kilometers. It's like a 15, so, 20 minutes. Yeah, well, but, yeah, but uh, uh, and it's beautiful, very pristine, turquoise water. 30 feet of water, you look down, and if you, well, you, we don't want you to throw anything in the water, but if you threw a coin in, um, 30 feet of water, you can tell what it was. And then, of course, the when you go down there, you can, you know, the fish are, the fishing is incredible with the um, Dorado, the, um, I guess right Rooster now. fish. Yeah. And Pargo and, and rooster fish. Yeah, exactly. And right now is the time to go down for the next, oh, probably for the next uh, two months would be if you're looking for some uh, big fish like blue marlin. It, you know, blue marlin or black marlin. That's yeah, correct. you want to go down there and get a four or 500 pound marlin, now is the time to go. <laughs> but like I said, Ken, if we hook it up, I'll let you bring it in. I've, done, I've been there, done that, and it's, it's a lot of work. Okay, John, I'll give it my best shot. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, um, but anyway, getting to the, the Costa Baja Resort is such a, uh, a unique experience and value. You can, uh, if, probably the best way to get there now, uh, Eduardo, would you think, would you can just fly into the uh, um, Los Cabos Airport. It's it, uh, San Jose Los Cabo SJD. And then they put, uh, they've improved the road in a couple of different places where you can you can be up uh, from the airport to to where you are in, in about ninety minutes. Yeah. Exactly, it's like well, how I thirty minutes mm-hmm. from the airport Los Cabos. Mm-hmm. You have a luxury transportation or a simple transportation. You can rent a car, so you have different options. And you have a van too. If you get a, but a group of five and you sp- spend a few nights, you'll pick them up. Exactly, we have we have a, a vans from ten to fifteen people. All right. Well, just get ten people to go and go up there and um, you know. And by the way, um, if you want to take some ladies with you. Take them on the boat also, please, uh, even if you don't uh, make them put a fishing rod in their hand because it's being out in that water and seeing all that stuff is just so impressive. But, uh, well, before we uh, click off, Eduardo, how do we get in touch with you? So you can visit us in, uh, in our website. It's, it's costabajaresort.com, or you can call directly to us. In, in, in a, in a, we have an, 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 a free how do you call it? Uh, free, toll free, free line. Number. Yeah, toll free toll line. Toll free line. That's yeah. from the state. Yeah. That it's. Well, if you if eight seven seven three nine two five five two five. Well, the easiest thing to do right now is just go to the internet and type in Costa Baja Resort, and uh, I'm going to put Eduardo on the spot. If you give him a call and say you want a fish talk special, he'll make you an even better deal. Oh. 
So thank you, Eduardo. Okay, we, are, we are sending to everyone a bottle of wine. There you Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Thank you, Eduardo. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Fish ain't biting, fish ain't biting, fish ain't biting around here no more. Fish ain't biting, fish ain't biting no more. I gotta read in my life. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we're gonna see if we can scratch up a couple people on the line right now. And we've, uh, Eduardo did a great job. By the way, um, Real Fun Adventures is going to be going down there very soon. And we're going to be doing uh, uh, staying at the Costa Baja Resort. Um, a couple of ladies going. And they may or may not go out fishing. And they're certainly going to go on the boats. And I would say that especially... Um, La Paz is, um, it, it, it doesn't have the hustle 
And, you know, the, the pressure that you get in Cabo San Lucas, although I love Cabo San Lucas. So I would, I would strongly suggest that uh, you get an idea and, and go ahead and go with that. And then uh, right now we've got a special surprise. We have a special guest that didn't even know he was going to be on up to about 30 seconds ago. We have Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine. Mark? You caught me. I, I know I did. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's been, you know, it's uh, somebody that promised they were going to be on. They didn't. Uh, they didn't answer the phone, so oh well. But we'd rather have you anyway, since you're our official co-host. I've done that before, and then I felt really bad afterwards. Yeah. I got that call and goes, hey, where were you? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what we what we were, we were supposed to be talking to a long range boat out of San Diego, and I don't know if you've been following it or not, but uh, Calif- there's a, a current coming up from the south of warm water, bringing a lot of uh, pelagic game fish um, out of uh, San Diego and even as far up as uh, Santa Barbara Channel. I'm aware of that, and it's just you know we're leaving in a week for Baja. And I'm thinking, well, why are we why are we doing that? <laughs> well, I know why we're doing it because it's still Baja, but uh, there's been some incredible, incredible numbers of uh, yellowfin tuna, and you know multiple species of, of the a current that's coming up, and of course that's part of the reason that I predict that uh, within three months the huge drought on the west coast is going to be over. Apparently, oh, I sure hope so. Like they yeah. said so that the Sierra, the snowpack on the Sierra is, is uh, um, the least it's been in 500 years. But come, wow. next, come next spring, uh, trust me, it'll be back because all this, all this warm water is bringing all these uh, humidity and storms. But I don't know what that has to do with bass fishing. Do you? Well, <laughs> you know, it sure hurts the lakes. I'll, I'll tell you. You know, you. You think that once you drain the water real low, all the fish would be condensed and mm-hmm. it'd be real easy to catch. Yeah. But you know, not the case. I think it just you know kind of wigs them out. It's you know, it's kind of like you have a two thousand square foot home and then they then they throw you in a hundred square foot apartment and you know you're. I don't think you're very happy. Oh. <laughs> you're not going to eat very much. Oh. <laughs> so you know, fishing. It's fishing has been okay, uh, but you know, I mean, I, I have a place up at Lake Oroville, and the, the ramp is so low; it's all mud. You can hardly launch there. Um, you, you know, of course, the California Delta is tidal, so we always have water there. But the salt water's moving in a little bit closer. They put up another dam here recently to, you know, kind of hold the salt water back and keep the fresh water in. Um, so that's still really fishable, and actually, fishing is pretty good there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, so bass fishing overall is pretty good. Just some of the lakes are pretty low, um, you know, and then probably bring a little extra traffic to the delta because of because of the low lakes. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, I think you find bass in almost probably every state except Alaska, wouldn't you? You uh, do find them in every state except Alaska. Mm-hmm. But, now, the East Coast has gotten some, you know, definitely some some rain, maybe too much so at times, especially the Texas are having all the flooding. What's the fishing like back there? You know, fishing can be really good back there, especially when it starts to rain, you know, because the water, it's been really hot. You know, the water gets up around 80, 90 degrees, and then you get the rain and you get some water flushing in, start cooling things off, and that'll really turn these fish on. And, um, you know, and the water's still warm, so these 
these faster, shallow water fish, and they'll move right up. They move right up in the campsites underneath the benches or, you know, whatever, whatever's flooded up. They'll get up in there. So, wow. you know, that can make a, it can make for an interesting day, when, oh, yeah. uh, you know, when these lakes get flooded. Yeah, so you can just uh, pull up next to the creek, you get up on top of your motorhome and, and fling it out there. Exactly. Or, or you run around, and, you know, you're on the picnic table pattern. And, yeah. you know, you run around, hit barbecues and picnic tables <laughs> you know, until the water goes down. And then you then you got to, you know, refigure. But. Well, you know, I, I'm sure that people that do a lot of bass angling. But the first time I ever went uh, uh, bass fishing at Clear Lake in California, um, I go, wow, this is strange. First of all, you know, they, they had a little mini competition for us, so they all jump in their bass boats uh, with 175 or 250 power motors that go 80 miles an hour. They, they, they go zooming across the lake. And then, exactly. And then, and, then, uh, and then they come back, you know, oh, nothing here. They come back where they started from. <clears throat> but all along that lake, I guess it's on the kind of the western side, is all these lakefront homes. And most of these lakefront homes will have docks, you know, a backyard with a dock. And, and, uh, and these, uh, you know, semi-pro bass anglers are taking these uh, usually frogs and they'll flip them up on the lawn of somebody's backyard. And just kind of <laughs> tug, them, tug them into the, into the water, but the line is over top of the dock. So if they if they do catch one, you know they got to you know pull it up over the dock uh, to get it to the boat, and I thought, well, that's weird. <laughs> it's like you know you think about going fishing, you're trying to get as far from, uh, away from the dock as you can, but apparently that's where they like to hang out. That it is, you know, and kind of you sometimes you give them a little different look that way. You know, mm-hmm. people people may not think about that, but I mean, you throw it up on the bank and drag it into the shores. It's kind of the way a little mouse or a frog or, you know, a bird or anything would would approach into the water. So the fish are kind of looking for that natural reaction. Um, you know, and then when you do cast it over the dock, you need some pretty heavy line to make sure mm-hmm. you get, get them over. You know, you get one at five or six pounds, it, it can be a job getting them over the dock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it makes it fun. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you mentioned birds and frogs and mice. Um, you know, there's a lures that, you know, they use a frog lure, which is pretty common. I don't think I've ever seen a mouse lure. Um, you know what? Spro has a, they call it a rat. Yeah. And it's about, uh, the body of the lure is about five inches long, and it has a tail about five inches long, and they have a little bill on it. It's <laughs> on top of the water, and it swims, you know. What? And then so, and then last year they came out with one. It's, I think it's still called the rat, but it's a little smaller. It looks like a mouse. Mm, and I've actually caught fish with mouse, with mice in them. You can see the like the mice oh. or tail or whatever sticking out. Well, I, you know, I've heard this story many, many years ago. You ever heard about doing uh, going uh, bass plank fishing with a mouse? I have. I have. I think they do that in Mexico. You know, they put know. the put the mouse on the plank and yeah. lower them out there, and then put, a, put a little hook rip in them it. off yeah. the plank. Yeah, you yeah. almost feel sorry for them. Yeah. <laughs> almost, almost. Well, you know, the other thing I think that you mentioned that is uh, a tip from one of the pro anglers that uh, that does real well uh, when there's trees that are kind of overhanging the water, uh-huh. and he'll go around looking for feathers. And you go, well, what's that about? Do you want to explain that? Well, yeah, you know, some of these birds, like little finches and blackbirds, and, you know, if they get too close to the water, um, a bass will jump up and eat them. Of course, usually got to be a pretty good-sized bass, you know, five or six pounds. Um, they'll get up and eat them. I, I was at Clear Lake one day, 
and I'm fishing over the Thule's over on the, the east side, and I look up and I see a bass jump out of the water and this blackbird flies away. He didn't get it. So, and I just happened to have this big black jig on, and I pitched this jig over there really fast, skipped it across the water, fell in right next to those tulies, and I caught that fish. I got wow. five or six, five or six pounds. It was, wow. it was like, oh, it was, it was, you know, so fun. Yeah. Just going, did you see that? You know, wow. He goes, no, what? I go, that fish just tried to eat a bird. No, he didn't. And then I, I go, I skip my jig over there, and here's the fish. Wow. <laughs> I bring him over and show him. Yeah, it was, that was cool. Yeah. Well, are they, uh, the birds, if there's a tree, the, the baby ones will fall out of the nest? And, yeah, uh, you so know. The, uh, the bass will hang around underneath the tree just waiting for, you know, <laughs> waiting for one of the baby birds to try flying and not quite get far enough away. I guess that's like that, you know, the ecosystem, how that works. Mm -hmm. um, we have a, a lot of uh, swallows here, and they'll make the little nests, you know, up under the bridges and things, and the bass hang out, wait, you know, when they fall in the water. We'll go there and throw, uh, you know, we'll throw black frogs, which kind of look like a little, you know, a little dark-colored bird. And yeah, I, throw I, a little you know black what? Frogs I, and catch them I think we're going to be getting some hate mail from this conversation, but... <laughs> But well, uh, you know, I mean, we're it, it's real. It's life. It's all part of nature. It's all part of the food chain, and and uh, you know, the man is maybe not the top predator, but uh, um, you know, it's it. That's just the way it works, and that's what they. That's what it's all about. It is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you know, you have to take advantage of of whatever you can to help you catch more fish. Mm -hmm. You know what? Whether it be bass, okay. sturgeon, trout. Well, uh, but we've only got a, a couple of minutes left. Why don't you give us some hot tips uh, that you, maybe that you've just recently put in Bass Angler Magazine? You know what? I, uh, I'll tell you, I fished three tournaments in the last three weeks. I took second place in each one. <laughs> I caught a big bass in each tournament. Yeah. And I do, I do a technique called punching where we fish the highest. And, you know, we get that invasive species highest out here in the Delta. And I throw a big weight and a... Yamamoto flapping hog on 65 pound braid with a like an ounce and a half weight, and I'll go up there and shake it, and it it'll come floating, punching through that hyacinth, and those big bass just can't resist it. Okay, it's really a well, really let's, a fun uh, way to let's catch them. Let them let them go to bass bassmag.com. Is that right? Bassmag.com. Okay. Upper left-hand corner. Hit subscribe. You'll okay. get the magazine, and you'll learn there how to you do all these hey, great techniques. Hey, hey, Mark, we're going to have uh, uh, Clay from Berkeley talking about line. Do you want to hang on for the next one, or you got to go? Sure. Okay. All right. We're going to be right back, Fish Talk Radio, uh, and we're going to get at the latest updates uh, from Berkeley and the new products they've got out, and might even talk to Mark some more about the kind of line he uses. Be right back with you. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back -back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 
If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! Bass Angler Magazine simply brings you more. If you want to learn the latest technique, start winning tournaments, or just catch more bass, then Bass Angler Magazine is for you. Go to www.bassmag.com, click on the order link, and use the promo code FBR. Go to www.bassmag.com, Bass Angler Magazine, bassmag.com. It will be the best $20 you've ever spent. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we also have Ken Cleveland in there that's uh, making all the phone calls and keeping things happening. And um, as uh, um, I think that Clay already knows, we're on our way to Mexico in about a week or so and try and do some fishing down there. And I'd like to try some fly fishing. I don't think we're going to be doing any largemouth bass, but... uh, (laughs) Not in the salt water. (laughs) (laughs) Not in the salt water. But uh, what we we have um, is... Um, you know, first of all, Mark from BassAnglerMag.com, uh, and then Clay from Berkeley Line. And, Clay, why don't you give us a quick overview of, of, of what your position is and what Berkeley does as far as fishing line? Sure, I'd be glad to. Well, I my big old fat title is the Senior Brand Product Manager for Berkeley Fishing Line and also our Terminal Tackle Products. And uh, so I manage our business here in Spirit Lake, Iowa, where the factory is for all of the Berkeley lines. And uh, so that's kind of what I do. I, I manage, I help manage the team here. Um, I'm more like the quarterback. Uh, you know, we've just got a, a great group of 400 co-workers here in the cornfields making line. Wow. Well, the thing about Berkeley, 
is they are big and they can afford to do things right. So, you know, we talked to John Prock now uh, frequently about some of the products that they develop. You know, he's, you know, come up with uh, Gulp and, and, and um, Powerade. Powerade, of course. Mm-hmm. And so you've got the, the ability um, to make anything that you want in the best way possible. And that's not something most companies have access to. But give us an idea of what some of the things that you've got coming, let's say, uh, down the pipe as far as uh, fishing line. Well, one of the things that that we do, John, and and I know that John Prochnow mentioned this too, is we've got a state-of-the-art laboratory here and research center. And on the bait side of things, we've got actual fish in tanks, and we do the uh, testing with the fish in the lab, and then, of course, a lot of field testing out in the lakes and streams and oceans. And uh, and then in the fishing line of the things, we've got a great testing laboratory, um, we analyze all the competitors' products uh, from around the world. Um, we are kind of on the cutting edge of the materials that are used to make, make fishing line. We push our suppliers uh, to the brink, you know, to give us uh, better materials uh, that will, you know, our ultimate goal is to just make the most, uh, the strongest, most reliable fishing line you mm-hmm. can use. And, um and so we're, you know, we're, we're working on a lot of things. Uh, one of the things we're really concentrating on, to be honest with you, is just continually improving our core products because, you know, there's four or five line series that we have that, um, you know, are sold throughout the country and, and throughout the world for that mm-hmm. matter. And, uh, you know, those, those four or five are like our Trilene XL and XT monofilaments, our uh, Trilene Big Game monofilament. Uh, Berkeley Vanish, which is a very, very popular uh, mm-hmm. range of fluorocarbon, and then Berkeley Fireline, which is uh, a very around, unique huh? product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, so we'll talk about that. Well, speaking of, of uh, uh, Fireline, which is a micro braid, uh, Mark, just uh, kind of give us a, a um, your opinion of, of you know of a, the. Um, the change in line that bass anglers have been using in the last 10 years. What, what's happened with that? Well, I mean, especially braided line. You know, braided line is it's gotten to be so smooth, you know, that, that they were like a, like a four carrier, which was, you know, like a, a long time ago, which was really a coarse line that mm-hmm. um, was something that you wouldn't normally use, like on a spinning rod. So, and, you know, nowadays they have a six carrier and an eight carrier. They may even have a finer one uh, out there. You know, maybe, maybe you Berkeley that, has You're one. talking about d- different strands that are woven together? I, I'm talking about, yeah, it's the, it's the strands woven together, which makes the line smoother um, and, uh, and, and stronger. So, really, that works well on a spinning rod. You know, because on a spinning rod, the, you know, you're turning the, the bale around and around and around, and the line is getting twisted. Well... Braided line um, is much more resistant to that twisting Coiling. than monofilament, or especially fluorocarbon is even uh, mm-hmm. you know worse for for that, just because it's a little bit stiffer, stiffer mm-hmm. product. Yeah. So you know, so in the bass fishing world, braided line has really changed changed the way um, we fish with spinning rods. Um, you know, and, and also on bait casters, there's a lot of guys out there that use nothing but braid. And then if they need fluorocarbon or want to have monofilament, and they just tie a they just mm-hmm. tie a little leader on mm-hmm. the end. And and Clay, um, I remember when you know the micro braid first came out, 
and it was it, well first of all everything was white but it wasn't completely round and it had a tendency when you try and put it on a conventional reel um, you had to be very careful putting it on because it had to be very very tight because you get a fish on and this happened to me and a line was put on by somebody that should know what they're doing and you know under pressure it just kind of um, the line kind of sucked into the reel. Dug into and, the spool. Right. Yeah, yeah. D- it dug into the spool, and, and, you know, and then it's, you know, the fish was gone. Um, yep. And, but the, it's changed a lot. It's first, first of all, now, as uh, Marcus said, it's smoother, and it's actually round now. So can you make comment on that a little bit, some of the changes? Sure. And it's really two things, John, that, that has happened. Uh, first of all, even when the braids were new and they weren't quite as round as they were are today, um, I think there was this misconception with conventional reels that, uh, and, and I could see why, um, if an angler had been using, let's say, 20-pound test all their life, all right, they would go and buy a 20-pound braid. Well, the 20-pound braid mm-hmm. is three or four times thinner than 20-pound test monofilament. Mm-hmm. And because of just that thinness of the line, you, you can have some dig-in problems because it can't stack on a conventional reel as well. Mm-hmm. That's not an issue on a bale, uh, on a bale-type reel, but it is an issue on a level-wound hmm. uh, conventional reel. So what the anglers should have done but wouldn't have done it naturally is they should have bought, let's say, 80-pound braid if they fished 20-pound mono because really? that 80-pound braid is the same diameter as 20-pound mono. Hmm. And so it would behave the same way on a conventional reel, but you get the benefit of four times the strength. Oh, that's interesting. I never would have thought of that. Yeah, uh, that was really one of the biggest problems. And then, like mm-hmm. uh, like was said, you know, the lines have gotten much better, uh, more expensive, because it's more expensive for us to weave the smaller uh, deniers together. They're just, uh, it's a hard thing to explain, but they're just, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're harder to make in the first place. And so they, they take more time, and time is money, and, and all of those sort of things. So, uh, but well, the smoother, about, a, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, what about, would, would you recommend using backing on the reel? Yeah, yeah, I would recommend using backing. I would recommend you buy your braids on conventional reels based more on the apparent diameter of the braid and and then you know the smoothness and all of that stuff is important and, and the roundness but but the first key is is that you know getting the right size on a conventional reel now hmm. back to the spinning reels thinner's better um, because it'll cast further. I mean, thin lines always cast further, and they're so strong at those thin diameters, and you don't have to worry about that dig-in with a, with a, uh, a spinning reel yeah. that you should go if, you know, that's why the inshore guys, I believe, um, are using the, you know, 15-pound and 10-pound braids because they want the casting distance. And that's mm-hmm. plenty strong enough to catch the speckled trout and redfish and mm-hmm. rock bass, I guess, in your part of the world and stuff like that. Right. Well, that 18-pound uh, micro braid on the normal tackle that should be using, it's almost impossible to break. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, even 10-pound braid. You know, it seems that for me, braid is much harder to break than monofilament. Obviously, it cuts a little different, you know, like in the rocks and around mm-hmm. sharp objects, it, it could cut easier. But straight breaking strength, it makes a big difference 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want to say something a little something about backing is that I've seen problems, uh, you know, especially a, a lot of the newer fast guys. They'll put braid on their reel and they'll and they'll spool it up without a backing. And you know, in bass gear, you don't need backing, uh, you know, for digging into the reel, but you need it because if you just tie up braid, it's going to spin on the yep. spool itself. Oh. So you need a little bit of Great a little bit of backing, even point. if it's mm-hmm. you know twenty feet. Mm-hmm. Just to keep yep. it from spinning. Oh yeah, you don't oh. want to. You're cranking away and nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, yeah, that's a great not a point. good it feeling. It also gives yeah. you a little bit more. Um, you know, you you've got a little bit of cushion down there, and you know, it is. I told you, it is more expensive. I mean, the raw material is yeah. more expensive. The uh, process is expensive. So you could buy a hundred and fifty yard, let's say, spool of braid, and if your real capacity is two hundred, well you can you know, you could fill that up appropriately with the mono as the mm-hmm. backing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's always great, especially when you're big game fishing, because um, it used to be, you know, you could, even on a bigger reel, if you get a big fish that takes off, um, you have to have a fast boat to, to chase it down. But with, uh, you know, 80-pound um, uh, micro braid, I mean, you can put 500 yards on a reel. Yep, and on the, and isn't it true on the on the big game fishing? And obviously, we don't do a lot of it here in Iowa. But but when I have gone, it's a reverse process than what Mark and I described for bass fishing. You start with your braid, and that has to be yeah. Um, you know, it has to be secured to that spool. I mean, you can tape it down. Mm-hmm. There's a number yeah. of things you can do at the beginning. Right. But you start with the braid, and then you top shot it with the monofilament. Yeah, because, some pe- yeah, right. some people you know will will use. Uh, Especially with uh, high, uh, um, fluorocarbon, as you know, they might put uh, thirty or hundred feet on. Yeah, okay. yeah. What I've heard is that they top shot it. I mean, the deck yeah. hands. Yeah. That braid will slice your hands. Right. If, if well, you're if you're battling a right. big fish, well, you need the yeah. shock resistance. Also, also some of the party boats where you got multiple people on it. Um, if someone's got mono and somebody else has the uh, micro braid, guess which one's going to was going to get cut off. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyway, it looks like we're about out of this one. That was that was exciting stuff. That was a lot of fun. Clay, thank you very much. Thanks, Clay. You're welcome. Be, be looking to uh, looking forward to to getting some of that line and taking it to Baja. And uh, Mark, we appreciate you hanging in there. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and you can listen to the show as many times as you like. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at costabajaresort.com. 
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and I have a couple of top experts. Uh, we have Mark Lassane, editor of the Bass Angler Magazine at BassMag.com. And then we also are fortunate enough to have uh, the quarterback for Berkeley Fishing Products, in particular line and terminal tackle, uh, that's uh, given us some great information. Uh, so we've only got a couple minutes, but let's go ahead and see what else we can get out of these guys. Uh, one of the questions, I think, for both of you is how often should you change your line and how important is it and does different line you know in other words does microfiber and and mono have different uh, things and what about exposing it to water and sunlight that type of thing would you guys both kind of join in on that yeah if you'd like me to start from a technical standpoint um the 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 super braids and fluorocarbon are the most resistant to the elements. The materials that they're made out of uh, last a long time. Um, they are not susceptible to UV light. Uh, there are no danger there. Um, they don't absorb water, so they, uh, you know, the water doesn't expand them and contract them. What will happen to fluorocarbon is it'll take quite a set after sitting around it a while. You know, Mark had mentioned that it is uh, stiffer, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it takes a little bit of a set. Mm-hmm. And then uh, braids, you have to be careful about, you know, they fade pretty quickly. The colors on them, it's very difficult to color them, and then they can fray. But the one that you've got to watch out for, I mean, it's the least expensive, and it's and it's good for a lot of uses, but nylon monofilament, will degrade in a lot of sunlight and and with a lot of use and it 
absorbs water and expands and contracts. And so nylon monofilament, you need to change Mm -hmm. quite a bit more often than the other two. Well, let's just say, and I'm sure I've got a couple of spools around from somewhere that might be 10, 12, 15 years old, uh, but they've been stored in a closet someplace. Um, Are they still any good? On the, for, well, for the, for the I've got some fascinating data for you. I just got this literally. I, a, a person came into our outlet store across the street, turned in a spool of trilene line that is so old that it's got the Berkeley Heart logo on it, which means it was probably, it's at least 20 years old, maybe okay. older. Um, but it had been kept in a cool, dark place for a long time. And so we tested it. And this 17-pound line uh, that is that old broke above 17 pounds. <laughs> well, so that's the answer is. Uh, is that's is good to hear. Point. Yeah, it's long. It, and what about, I've heard also that uh, fluorescent lights or tubes can it, they have an effect on it? Yeah, it's ultraviolet light. Mm-hmm. If this same spool of line was left in your garage and there's a window, or anything mm-hmm. like that where light can get to it, okay. light will break it down, especially older mono. We put mm-hmm. inhibitors in there that's almost like a sunscreen, if mm-hmm. you will, that makes them last a little bit longer, especially mm-hmm. for you guys down okay. in California and the Baja and Florida, Texas, okay. and all of that where you get a lot of light. There but they will break down over time okay. with sunlight. Well, we've only got about a minute left. Mark, how often do you recommend uh, changing your line? I imagine you do it frequently. I, you know, uh, like I was saying, with mono, with mono, I probably change it out every couple months. On, oh, okay. Uh, on my, wow, okay. On my uh, reels, yeah. Fluorocarbon a little longer. I usually, mm-hmm. uh, I usually kind of look at fluorocarbon if the knots start breaking or the yeah. line starts turning a different color or it gets a little nicked up, then I'll change it. Mm-hmm. Um, braid. Uh, I and I leave bright on there. For yeah, well, really it's expensive, long time. right? <laughs> and, I, okay. and I care. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it is. And okay. I, you know, and I really don't have any problem. Yeah. Um, it, you'll notice it frays a little bit, and yeah. then I, I'll usually keep trimming it. Okay. Um, and then it does when you use it. It will. It will fade. Okay. Um, but I just keep a black sharpie in the boat, and uh-huh. I just and I'll just mark a little bit of it, and it you know makes it black again. Oh, last, oh you okay. Know, okay. Probably last half the day. All right. You're, well, with the mark. I, I think you guys have given some tremendous tips. Uh, they're kicking us out of the studio right now, so we're going to let that go. I hope everybody was able to learn a few things. I know I did, but make sure you go to fishtalkradio.com and right on the front page you can listen to this show, and we've got them scheduled back now for about the last eight, nine months. So, And also go to Facebook at f- for Fish Talk Radio. Mark, thank you very much. Clay, appreciate all thank your you help. Guys. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Thanks.